Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode, an off-week episode of the DNVR Rapids Podcast. I'm your host, Mitchell Carroll, a.k.a. Mitchell, a.k.a. What a friggin' sports week, you guys. Oh, man, we have so much to talk about, including Yaya's video that just popped up right there. Uh, it is a <laughs> beautiful day in the Mile High City because it's cool and nice. And I've had to drive around all day picking up championship shirts. Let's go. For our nuggets, guys. Uh, go ahead. Hit that Golden Era collection on DNVR Locker. It's the coolest stuff we've really ever had. So go ahead and check that out. I am joined by the fellas in Studio B. It's Super Yaya. I am... I don't know how to feel Yaya right now. I don't know how to feel Yaya. I'm I happy it. about many things, but sad about a couple of things. We're going to get into what you're sad about. But first, I got to introduce our guy... <laughs> Downtown Dwayne Brown. I'm happy about being in Studio B. Wow. Welcome. Welcome to yeah. Studio B, everybody. It's nice. Very intimate. It's I nice. can I can really feel Dwayne's biceps against me right now. Wow. Like they're just bulging. Wow. So and the you... camera makes them look even stronger. I know. It's really cool. Um, all right, you guys. We uh we have Quite a lot to get to, but first, I think we have to start CONCACAF Nations League semifinals last night in Las Vegas, U.S. Mexico, and man, oh man, it is the U.S. beatdown I have been waiting for my whole life. Just domination from the Screaming Eagles start to finish, 3-0, ends early because of a chant warning violation i don't know what specifically you call it but it ended 3-0 because of that not because of the three goals the u.s scored <laughs> excuse me um it, it ended in the first half if we're honest it was over that first time Polisic got yeah. around the defense on that left side and had a wide open run and missed also Polisic, dude he i feel like he only shows up against mexico he never shows up against anybody else he has been dominating mexico for so long he and i loves hate it playing against mexico oh, and i adore love it, it. He, I love it. It's a Dempsey-esque uh, uh, quality play. of him oh. where it's like, he. I think he understands the intensity. I think he understands the rivalry. I think he understands what it means to the fans on a level that a lot of players don't, right? Like yeah. when I was having a discussion recently about like the biggest, the teams you consider the biggest rival, like the team you hate the most, right? And yeah. on that list is the U.S.-Mexico rivalry. Like it is oh, a true, sure. real rivalry in the best way because it's neighboring countries. It's big brother, little brother with yep. Mexico being the big brother and bullying the U.S. forever. And all of a sudden, little brother's about the same size, man. We're into our late teens, early <laughs> 20s. We're fighting. It doesn't even uh, feel like they're the same size. It feels like somehow little brother little brother just big brother. grew huge. Yeah, like and... um. I mean, start to finish, I mean, we could go into all sorts of details about it. Polisic's masterclass, Musa 
the Musiah, our guy, this podcast guy, was just in complete control of that midfield. Balogun's first go around with the U.S. in a competitive play. Um, I thought I thought Geo dominated. Geo dominated that game. game. So good. So Geo dest with some crazy runs and improvised backline that I thought looked. Great. Richards, I thought it looked really stable. For Both some, Robinsons. Yeah. Hey, I, um, uh, one thing I do want to say that sure. as, as, as sad as I am, I can admit that U.S. completely wiped the floor with Mexico. Start to finish. Every like, face. And I say this as a, I say this because I literally made the thumbnail and the headline today knowing damn well how dominating U.S. was. I want to say that. I know I speak for many Mexico fans, not all that we don't like that chant. The chant's stupid. Mexico completely lost their heads as well, and they were playing dirty, and they sh- they had no business being in that game the way they played. You're right, and that dirty play pulled, ended up getting a red card for both uh, Weston McKinney and Serginho Dest, correct? Was it Dest? Yeah, Dest. Yes, and so now the U.S. goes into this game with Canada on Sunday, down two big time guys. Now McKenney, I think you'll hear a lot of club fans say McKenney is better to be on the bench for you after his time at Leeds, where he scored zero goals after getting transferred over there. Um, but Dest, you saw last night the impact he can have running from the defensive third up, um, not needing to make a pass to advance the ball and find those lanes and, and really set things up. It's going to be a big miss. Um, the good thing about the U.S. is is this is their deepest roster they've ever had, so maybe they can maybe they can recover against Canada without those two. Guys. I mean, Luca de la Torre came in and completely dominated that as well. Like Mexico was matched in every single way, and it's Mexico. There's nothing they could have done that game for it to make it close at all. That's how good the U.S. is. That's how good the U.S. is going to be for a long time. And I think they're in way better shape than any Mexico team has been in the last 15 years. Yeah, I think they might be the best team to come out of CONCACAF since the 1999, I want to say, or the 2000 yeah. yep. um, Mexico team that won the Confederations. I think that's I, a really good call. I think they might, this might be the best team in a while. For any, that's including Canada, Guatemala, any team you put up there, any Mexico team, any year, this might be the top. And if Pulisic's going to play like this and Balogun's bringing goals, I, I, I have no reason to doubt that. At the, 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 it was already on a nice upward trajectory and Balogun made that even steeper, even oh. steeper. Like you, you, this guy just had 23 goals in his club season, which would be the most of any American last, uh, over that year, over that time frame. Um, let's go, <laughs> let's go <laughs> nation's league final Sunday, baby at the bar. Yeah, I will not be at the bar. I will be recovering from whatever I'm dealing with. I think I'm coming. You two should come to the bar. You guys should come to the bar. Come to the bar. Come the bar's bar. fun. If you didn't see all the videos <laughs> the from the Nugget Championship. USA. Yeah, super fun. What did you think, Dwayne? What were, watching that game, what were your thoughts going through? Um, I mean, aside from what you all have said about individual players, like, agree on all of those guys. It was It was fun to watch them dominate and be great. The thing that stuck out most to me um, because of just personal preference is... I like possession-based soccer, uh, and that's what we played last night, and I just really, really enjoyed that from a strategy uh, standpoint. Um, you know, unfortunately, every team I follow, 
Wolves, Rapids, usually U.S., they all play counter uh, and don't play possession. So I got a nice treat last night of watching one of my teams play possession-based ball and do it well um, because of the performance of, you know, Dest and, and Musa and Pulisic and, and, you know, just everybody we got to see last night do a great job. So really um was happy i mean i know that's a small thing mm -hmm. but for me as someone who has just picked teams that don't play the style i like <laughs> that was a gift man i was just like yes this is what i want to watch um it was, it was great as beautiful of a game as the, the u.s men's national team has played since i've watched them I mean, this was a complete performance, mm -hmm. start to finish. The only other games that come to mind is Those are the, the well, yeah, are that fatal, or like, like the the their run through the um, confederations yep. when they beat Spain, which wasn't necessarily beautiful. It was beautiful in result. Sure. It wasn't necessarily beautiful in process. And this game last night. Those bending runs around the corner from Pulisic, Balogun getting available, tons of just gorgeous crosses over the top, tons of touch, just like the sauce. Really nice. The sauce, sauce last, night. last night was, <laughs> oh man, you could dip anything in that sauce last night. I mean, Holy front, shit! I mean, I mean this was, I mean this was total offense. Total offense. I mean this. Like, okay, I want yeah. Me, you want to be want offensive? Him, cool, I want cool, this cool. guy to get mad. The U.S. was playing Joe Corona. That was a player for them, like a legit yes. guy that was like a starter for yeah. a team. He he wouldn't even sniff no. the national team right he now. He wouldn't he wouldn't get get like you know mid campaign friendlies. He wouldn't he would not be involved now. Exactly, he wouldn't even be called up for a camp. That's no. the thing. Like, no wonder Mexico so dominant because their players were like actually good. Correct. Like the the biggest difference between Mexico and the U.S. for years was speed. Yeah, they were running the wings yesterday. Every single player from the U.S. outran every single Mexican player. Basically, on the wings, there was nobody near. Like it was incredible. And I, how is that? I mean, this with utter respect. Joe Corona actually played. I know for the national team. I know he should have never been there. Think of some of those guy. names too, man. When you think back to some of those U.S. Mexico games, think of something like Mix Discarude. Dude, you know like, what I'm saying? Like, there's guys where you are like, what the hell were we thinking? And now you don't have to. Um, shout out our guy, Dustin Han, man. We all, uh, the parade was epic. If you were able to watch an eight o'clock kick after celebrating the Nuggets championship, God bless you. That was a, uh, that was a awesome day capped off with an awesome game. And I mean, and I'm going to say one more thing and sure. I say this with love. God bless the Nuggets and God bless America. Let's go. Yesterday, like, Let's honestly, go. like, they deserve it. Like, I mean, really, someone needs to bless the Nuggets because those guys cannot be feeling too good today. Oh, boy. Oh, Bruce Brown's man. Instagram live as hungover in his hotel bed was probably Malone. the funniest someone thing I've ever seen in my life. Malone. Like, oh, he needs fine. to do a wellness check. Malone has old man strength. So. <laughs> they can just rally, dude. It's true. You reach an age in, in fatherhood and, and just life that, where that all of a sudden. makes me feel young because I'm not there. I can't rally. You just that. you just get up and go, and Malone is like that. Um, <laughs> also, like they went to Vegas last night, insane. Oh, dude, good for them. Um, wild, wild. Let's look ahead to Sunday. You're playing Canada. You're down a couple guys, but obviously De La Torre came in, played well. There is a lot of speed on the outside. You can play, you know, Yedlin or someone like that to, in death spot. Yeah. Um, are you? Where's your worry level? Midfield. If you're okay, if you're if you're worried to confident. Where where's your range right now going into into the championship game on Sunday of Nations League? 
I'm pretty confident that the U.S. is going to be might win. But the thing is that like <laughs> Canada has Bombido. It's so true. You can just never count them out as long as that Bombido Alfonso Davies. You know, like yeah, two top- Davies. That goal from like, Davies in the early game, um, before against was it Panama? Um, yesterday was a blur. Names, yeah, it names was and words mean nothing. Um, <laughs> uh, it was just a gorgeous goal. It was it was pure class. You understand why he's such a, a high uh, transfer figure guy. Why he plays for Bayern Munich. Why he's considered one of the best outside backs on the planet. Why he's considered um, a top ten player in the world. Yes. Probably like yeah, he is amazing. That goal is amazing. That being said, if the U.S. comes out with any bit of the chemistry and togetherness and, and game flow and urgency that they had, we're taking home our second consecutive Concacaf Nations. Trophy, baby. I have That's no what's doubt up. about that. Uh, I have no doubt about that. Um. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts from the game, there, guys? Yo, Mexico fans, do better. Do better. Don't be assholes. Yeah. Like, Don't be. Stop with that shit. Like, please honestly, stop. Like, I mean this as a very passionate fan that like has been in those crowds. Like, there's no need. You can enjoy your game without being a holes. Like, and I mean this in complete sincerity. Like, the second that fight started happening. Where McKinney got the card too. Um, before he even made it to the sideline, there were beers getting tossed down. Oh, yeah. I have never um, once thought about throwing a beer at a player at a game. And I've been to a lot of games where I was very mad because I'm a Denver fan. And <coughs> <coughs> sorry, I'm, reco- I'm, 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 we're getting through this. This is my flu game. He's never recovering. <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, we're going to get through it together. Um, prediction for Sunday 2 1 US. I'm not feeling confident. Wow. wow. I'm I'm worried about the midfield. Okay, go into that. Go into that. Let's take <laughs> 60 seconds. Go. I, I'm just I'm worried about the midfield. I think losing McKinney is one egregious, should not have been a red. Um I don't that know didn't go I, to VAR either. That was that was yeah, on the recommendation of the side of the side uh of the third official. Be appealed or whatever, nope. but mm-hmm. I think when there's seven or eight guys surrounding you and you're trying to push them off, if your hand hits some guy's neck, then you're trying to push him off. Anyway, whatever. It is what it is. That worries me about the midfield. I don't know who we replaced McKinney with. So I mean De La Torre. Yeah. Um the Messiah. Well, he's already there. Well, sure, but, but I'm saying they can pick up the Yeah, it's just it's they, a they big hole. Players, it's it's a big hole for me. So um I don't know, man. You have man. the De La Torre that actually did a great job. So I'm not that worried about the midfield. I I I want to know if we are that dominant last night because, one, we were playing really dominant. Um, but how much of that is because we were playing Mexico, who I don't think is really all that great? No, you guys were dominant besides Mexico not being So, dead. I don't... I mean, the, Mexico still has a lot of uh, talent. I think the problem I'll, right now with Mexico isn't necessarily talent. It's teamness. Yeah. yeah. And the U.S. has done a very good and intentional job of who they invite and who they bring to tournaments and who they go to camps with and that has created a real culture of a bunch of young talented guys yeah I, i'm gonna go 1-0 us i, I think it's gonna be super close us wins in penalties bang Ooh, yeah yeah i think canada is about the same level 1-1 honestly 1-1 and then penalties, penalties. okay I also do think that it's uh, around the same <laughs> level of com- same level. canada and mexico are closer than the us <laughs> and mexico or canada 
So I think it'll be kind of like the same dominating thing. I, I mean, I hope so. But I think Alfonso Davies just brings up that floor way more, which I think they'd actually make him more competitive. The U.S. right now has a physical advantage over every team in CONCACAF, except Canada. That is the team athletically that can hang. Speed, size, strength. Um, also, I think if you rank the top five players in that game, Canada has two of them. At least. in Davies and um, David. Correct. So I think they have two of the top five in that game, and the U.S. has the other three. So yeah. like, that really does even it out a little bit more. I uh, I really want to see something from Way in this game. I want to see Musa get something done. Um, I don't know. I'm just really excited. It's I, the, to me, it should it's, be a great game. There's nothing better than watching your team go for a trophy, um, especially when it's international. Um, let's jump into the the news that broke. But during the game? That was so dumb. Right before the game? Terrible timing. We'll jump into that here in a second. But first, we <laughs> have to talk about our friends at Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames, extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. But that's not all. Shady Rays... They offer the most insane true. protection in all of eyewear. Yep. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us that they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase together. With their customers, Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the U.S. through Shady Rays Impact, from building playsets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS the outdoor adventure of a lifetime. Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now and for years to come. You can shop the entire collection at their brand new location, Park Meadows Mall, a full-stop shop for all things Shady Rays, or you can go to ShadyRays.com and use code DNVR for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Um, we said, like you said, if you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. A lot of people. It's a bunch of people. A bunch of rapids. It's about a third of what was at the championship yeah, parade yesterday. About a third, but still, that's a lot. It is. Yeah. It's a lot. There was a lot of people at the parade. It was cool so as hell. Many. I saw, and I'm not kidding, every single Nugget shirt that we sell. Let's go. I saw at least one person wearing it. And we I stopped them all and took a picture of them. <laughs> I don't care if it was weird. I was hyped. There was a couple moments where I was like, we were all screaming and hyped and the person had no idea. And I was like, we sell that shirt. And they were like, oh my God. <laughs> It was the best. Are um, you with Eric? <laughs> I was with Eric. He was right there. It was awesome. No, he's Eric. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a Twitter thread going on. Creepy Denver man taking pictures of random people at the parade. Is that me? It's yeah. Mitch because he's taking pictures of all the shirts. I'm not Denver man. Eric's Denver man. <laughs> I said creepy Denver man. Uh, oh, I'm creepy Denver man. Great. Great. Thanks, Thanks Dwayne. Dwayne. <laughs> Had to put that one on creepy the internet. Um, okay. Here we go. It's the news. It's it's the news. Uh, apparently, no one wanted to hear. Burhalter, back. I don't get it, man. As a Mexico fan, I was more worried of him coming back of him leaving. He has a history of success. This team clearly likes him, wants him. He wouldn't have come back if the players didn't want him to. 
Especially Gio Reyna. Let's yes. put that out there. Gio Reyna would not have approved this. No. If he, he would not be back if Gio didn't approve. Yeah. Um, and he just had the most successful run they've had as the U.S. men's national team. Why is the Twitter world melting down about this Berhalter hire, Dwayne? They don't like Greg Berhalter. Correct. It's it's really... They hate it, him. It can't be based on numbers because the numbers are in his favor. So I asked on Twitter today because I'm, I'm, I'm like truly not in an argumentative mood about it or, or anything. I'm just genuinely curious because... During the World Cup, I was not the biggest uh, Triple G fan either. Um, and that's from mostly, you know, as we talked about, you know, on the show leading up to World Cup is I didn't like the choice of forwards that we brought, you know, specifically leaving Pepe out, you know. Um, and so I started thinking about this last night and I was like, well, what's the real reason that I might not like this? And that was my only, like, that was my only reason. And so I was like, am I wrong? Uh, and so, you know, th then it's going back to the numbers and, and looking at, you know, 37, 11, and 12 record, uh, best winning percentage, um, you know, uh, Nations League, Gold Cup champions, uh, you know, most, most wins in a calendar year, all, all of these things. Those are successful numbers that I think, you know, normally we would all be pretty excited about. Um, so, you know, that's where I'm just like, am I wrong about this? And and really, that was the only answer I could come up with was I'm I just wrong. I really hated that roster choice during the World Cup. But we still, you know, we moved along, got out of the group stage in World Cup. And, um, and you lost to the... Come on. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right. It's like, yes. come on. And, so, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, even that was, you know, fairly successful, uh, you know, uh, you know, situation as well. So it really got down to like, am I wrong on this? And, and maybe I'm wrong, you know, and I look at the numbers and I'm like, if this was, you know, a guy coming in with this record to, to coach the Rapids, I would pee my pants with excitement. And so and that's why I asked the question, um, you know, the Twitter and, and some people don't like how he handled uh, the geo situation. Um, Which somebody even in the, bad. I yeah, do yeah. agree it was bad. And it's not, um, okay. And I think here's the other thing that, that gets lost in this is he wasn't fired. His contract was up at the end of the yeah, cycle. Yeah. So what do they do? They do their due diligence. They interview some people. They see what they like. They decide that what they have in terms of culture, continuity, relationships is worth bringing him back. And the players clearly want him there. I don't know what else to say about that. It doesn't happen if they say no. If Pulisic says no, you, sorry, you're not the coach. Yeah. And I, I do want to say that it, the only thing I found really weird is how long they took to say Berhalter sure. the guy. Sure. Like, again, I'm all for Berhalter being back because I think the U.S. is better under Berhalter. This is somebody that's been tormented by this U.S. team for the last, <laughs> like, three years. And most of this is because of Berhalter. I think Berhalter has created a culture. He's recruited the right guys. Oh, he got Pepe. He got Tendejas. He's even gotten um, wasn't a Robinson supposed to like correct Germany as well. Mm -hmm. like, like he's been able even uh, he's a good recruiter. Balian. Um, Balian was one of them that he yeah. also was like. I mean, he years. committed under Hudson, but it was definitely but no, no, it was, it was definitely Berhalter. Yeah, Berhalter. It was not Hudson. <laughs> it, it, was, it was a year's process. It was not just yeah. 
Hudson, come over. Like, there's something that I think people don't realize. Berhalter has been a great recruiter, and Logan brought it up. And that's something that's going to be so good for the U.S. Yeah. Because the U.S. is a melting pot of different nationalities that you can play for different teams. And having a guy that can bring in great players that might not be playing for the U.S. other years is going to be such a big help. Because that just brings your talent gap even bigger against anywhere in CONCACAF, including Canada, Mexico, Costa Rica, or anybody else. Because you have a way bigger pool to look at now. Again, what I do say is I think it's really weird how long they took to hire him back after they saw everything. It makes me think that they had other names in mind that kind of fell through. And at the end, they were like, well, this is a really good option C or B. And I think it's going to be worthwhile long term. I think anybody that the names that were floated out there, Zidane, Jose Mourinho, None of those were ever a realistic option. <laughs> ever. Even, even Poch. Poch was never. Pochettino, uh, zero chance. That dude is at Chelsea now, which is his own dumpster fire, but still a top six. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a there's no fire that is going to pay him a bunch place, of money yeah. and has a chance to play European ball next year. Not, oh, to get back, to play their way back into European ball next year with a very light schedule. I like Poch. Um, I was actually hoping for him before Ten Hag, and well, what do you know? We have Ten Hag. Ten Hag would be a great but, coach. Yes. Oh, yeah, you think? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I think our guy Texas Viking, shout out. Um, he's right. It's a culture <clears throat> thing. It comes down to culture. The U.S. has soccer culture on the national team level for what I feel is maybe not the first time, but the best time. There's never been a team-ness to this club ever before. And what happens that- if you go get a guy like Jose, who comes in and is that you are now Jose Mourinho's team, right? How he goes, you will go, and, and how you act, you, how he acts, your team will act. Uh, to a lower scale, that's kind of what happened with Tata Martin in Mexico. Absolutely, yeah, you'll, you'll have the talent, you'll have the guy that's like, oh, pushing you, yes. tactically, but it, you don't build a culture. And if you stop winning with all that talent, you will fall by the wayside. And now Mexico's paying for it because they didn't create that culture that Burr culture in the U.S. did. It's, I think it's a good move. And I don't think, I'm not saying commit to him through the World Cup, right? But there's plenty of tournament play between now and the World Cup. And if you look at it in two years or a year, I guess, next summer, the end of next summer, if you're not feeling it's going in the right direction, the way the soccer world works is there will be options available, right? That's whatever the options were this time, well, not going to be the options next time. Maybe Zidane. Says he's ready to do it. Maybe some, you know, like there, there, there can be outs, but I think for right now, I don't think Hudson would have been better. I don't, obviously, no. I don't think any, like there's no in-house American person that I think could steward the team like Burhalter can. And if the players are for it and they're going to win, let's go sign me up. Yeah. I wonder, I'm signed up. I wonder if it's not something like Dustin was saying, um, he's saying it's just the way the U S men's national team handles. Everything seems disingenuous. Um, I think that th- I think true. there's a lot of truth to that comment in the sense that one, we're soccer fans. Soccer fans are famously unhappy about everything. Always. Um, doesn't matter what you do. Soccer <laughs> fans are famous just about sports everything. fans in general. Well, soccer fans, <coughs> I really think they they take it to the next level. Yes. Um, yes, they do. And 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 look, some of that I think is very justified in that USA Soccer does not have a banner reputation of doing things in a great way and handling situations in a great way. 
uh, it is weird that they hired a uh, outside international search team to go out and find the best possible candidate in the whole world. Uh, and it ended up being the same guy we already had. Um, and there's also like that weird timing of why not just re-up with Burhalter right after World Cup give them the chance to play these tournaments coming up. And now you know what you have before the next world cup is coming up. So that seems like some time lost as well. So look, it's weird. Um, you know, I'm not disagreeing with anything cause I think, you know, I'm fine with it. You know, I look at his record and it's good. You know, I experienced his record, you know, I watched it. Um, but I just, I wonder if some of the unhappiness is just going to be, um, like what Logan is just saying is that, <laughs> you know, U.S. soccer is going to U.S. soccer, you know. What soccer federation doesn't I, yeah, act I mean, a fool? I will say Always. Yeah. I, it's a clown show everywhere. I Mexico, England. England is a dumpster fire. But England, if you look at Europe, is like the only one that's an actual dumpster Italy fire. hasn't made two World Cups. But that's not. There's that was, plenty of federations that are also go through it. We are not unique. I know we all think that our situation is the worst situation and woe is us and everything sucks for me and no one else. The U.S. isn't very good. We have a generation of players that is going to grow together through two more World Cups that are all very talented. And if they want Burhalter around, let's go. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for Burhalter for the U.S. Again, it sucks, but I think that's the guy that you need to bring back because he will create the created the culture that's made the U.S. a powerhouse, in my opinion. And the one thing that made me laugh when you were saying like, oh, it's weird that they created this international search committee and it was the same guy along. <laughs> it's like that uh, rom-coms where you have your best friend with the glasses <laughs> and you're like, I'm looking for the perfect date. And then she takes off the glasses and then, oh, it's you all along. She doesn't have glasses or a ponytail yeah. anymore. She's yeah. hot. Yeah. And that's kind of what it feels like that <laughs> after he left, he had all these people clamoring for Burhalter around the world whether it be at clubs, whether it be at other international. And it feels like the U.S. a little bit was like, oh, are we kind of screwing this up a Obviously, little bit? I, okay, side tangent here. We went, <laughs> we're like three different movie generations here, right? What is that movie for you? For me, the Freddie Prinze Jr. slash Paul Walker classic is She's All That. Okay. I agree 100%. See, to me, it's the parody of Wait, that movie. Wait, is it She's All That? Yes. Yes. Yeah. She's All yeah, That. To me, it's the parody of that movie, which was the... Not Another, another Scene movie? That was the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, they I, are both the correct answer. Yeah, like, those are the two, because that's, like, the one that made it the most yes. obvious in your face. Yeah. And that's the hey, first. Chris Evans, future Captain America <laughs> rocking yeah. that movie. Hey, Literally, yeah. and he looked like... Uh, like <laughs> and I was like, this makes a lot of sense. Man. That's awesome. All right. Let's, uh, you guys want to do 30 seconds each on Bombi being called up to the national team? Probably won't play. What I need think? five. Let's go. And I'm done. All right. Also, let's go. Also done. I will third that, but I will start coughing uncontrollably if I try. So let's go. Look, we're proud of you. Probably not going to play. Don't ruin it for us, but we love you. Correct. Um, also, please don't be too good. I want you to stick another two years. I want you to be here for a little while. <laughs> yeah, don't be too good yet. That's a good point. Um, all right. We're going to uh, jump into. I have something that I feel Rapids fans need to free themselves of. Oh, We're man. going to dig into that in section three here in a second. Let's do it. But first, we have to talk about 
Illegal Pete's. Illegal Pete's. Let's go. Yeah, this episode of Illegal Pete's. Oh, this episode of DNVR Rapids. <laughs> I'd like to watch an episode of Illegal Pete's. He had a great show with the Nuggets, guys. That's true. Uh, Pete is the man. This episode uh, of DNVR Rapids is brought to you by Illegal Pete's. Illegal Pete's is your go-to spot this summer. Are you ready for the longest happy hour around 3 to 8 p.m. every day at all 12 Illegal Pete's locations? That is five happy hours of all the usual fan favorite deals. So stop by after work and enjoy a few extra margaritas on the patio at happy hour price. There is no better way to kick off summer. And don't forget to stop by Illegal Pete's on... Well, that's really sad. I forgot. We didn't. Just wear your Nuggets gear to Pete's. If you did it during Nuggets game day, they would have given you free stuff. Yeah, and now you should do it because the Nuggets are the greatest team in the world. So They truly are. They have a trophy to show it. For show for it. It's true. Yeah, there you go. World champions. Yeah. You know what else is world champion level? What? Mitch's Pete's tip of the week. Here is wow. Oh man. Ooh, like now it's multi-layered. That's oh, nice. Jeez. Um I have a tip. Go to a championship parade with your friends and then go to Pete's and hang out mm. on the patio with your friends. And then keep celebrating the nuggets with your friends. That's my tip, Pete's tip of the week. That's an amazing, yeah. and if, uh, one of a kind tip. Because that's what we did yesterday, and it was tight. And real quick, it, uh, I can't wait till we have an illegal Pete's uh, show sponsored by the DNVR Rapids. Yeah. And it's going to be all the way around. It's going to be really fun. <laughs> We're going to flip it on them. <laughs> flip it great. and reverse it. <laughs> Put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. Um, okay. Uh, we have, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Everyone shut up. This is huge. We got more to talk about. No, I have, I, okay, I, I mean, I think, you know, everyone comes into this in different ways, right? Like, uh, holding the Highline guys, classic journo, right? Dig into the news, what happened when, um, Yaya, fan since birth, basically, a lot of yelling in my Dwayne season, non-Denver native, but season ticket holder for a decade. Um, I I view this through. I am a sports management major. I've spent a lot of time getting a degree in how to run sports management. Sports graduate, correct? You're not a major. Anymore. Well, I'm saying I majored in, graduated with. Um, Just saying, you've sports earned, management. You've earned that, and degree. I'm sure I have ruffled. Plenty of your feathers, people listening slash watching, because there are some crazy expectations of how this team, quote unquote, not by me, by other people, should act. What they should do. They need to apologize to me. They need to put out a statement. They need to do this. They need to do that. And when I push back and say, no team's going to say how bad they are to the public, uh, they say, well, they said in the Rapids way that they that we needed to hold them accountable. Here's what I am here to say. Let the Rapids way go. Let the Rapids way go. It was a new GM in a new position saying, hey, guy, he's saying all the right things. That's all it was. If every time the Rapids put out a statement or do a thing and you say, and you call bullshit and you say it's disingenuous, but you hold the Rapids way as this holy text of of like this unimpeachable truth that they have to follow. Ten Commandments. Why do you think one and not the other? It was propaganda then. It's still propaganda now. <laughs> and I need you to let go of it. They are never going to hold up the negative side of that ever. It was never going to happen. I don't care if you wrote it in the Denver Post in an op-ed six years ago. 
They are never going to hold to that. Ever. Ever, ever. Ever. I don't know why anyone think they would because they wrote it. It's not the first person to get an op-ed in the local sports section when they start a new job at a new team in a new city. And it's not the last. And I just need people to let it go. Let it go. Mitch rant. Rid yourselves. Rid yourselves of the chains of the Rapids way. Let it go. Mitch had been wanting to let this one fly for a while. Please. We were waiting for the right time. No team in the world is going to be like, listen up, fans. We stink. (laughs) We're terrible. We had a bad year. Are you happy? We're sorry. What team does that? No one. Not one team anywhere in any league, in any sport ever does that. And I need people to stop thinking or demanding or getting sad when they don't or getting mad when they don't because all you're doing This is not for me to defend the team. This is for me, for all these Rapids fans who have committed so much time and effort and energy and money that if you let that go, it cannot hurt you anymore. Yeah, true. Just be free of it. It's, It's a great thing to look at when the Rapids are good. Yes. It's a horrible thing to look back at when it's bad. But so is every every dude bring it in. Like who every literally only one playoff uh hashtag is good <laughs> at the end of the year, and that's who won. Correct. It's the same thing with Rapid Way. It's only if the good Nuggets if lost in the second round. Bring it in. Bring fun. it in would be the dumbest statement <laughs> in history. Instead, I'm naming my child. Blank, bring it, bring it in, in like, Carol. Like, it's what it is. Like, <laughs> it truly is that. Like, 99% of everything that has a nickname is bad unless you win in sports. And that's how it goes. Like, that's literally when you're naming it this way, it's stupid. And the Rapids haven't done the Rapids way. They've done the Nuggets way. They've done the Avs way. And they've, they've done tr- the KSC way. Yeah, exactly. They've that's tried- what they do. It is no Rapids way. It is a KSC way. Exactly. That there you go. It's the KSC way. And the Rapids <laughs> tried really, really, really hard to like follow in that exact same like platform. And it just wasn't possible. It's not, I don't know if it's because they brought in the wrong people. I don't know if it's because they didn't supply the right amount of resources. Yeah. But like it just hasn't worked. And it's about time that everybody kind of forgets about that one article that came out what was it like five years ago seven seven long, years ago long time ago and it's not to how much that it's not to defend the team it's for your own sanity it's for your own mental health like it's just you can't have that like the rapids said so many things they were saying all the right things they wanted people to get excited about their team as everybody should that's like, what new gms do exactly and like mitch hit everything on the spot because that's exactly what it is and it just hasn't worked out. And if it's not working out, why are you holding on to an idea that's not working? Yes. It makes no sense at this point. I just, you- I see it cited so often on Rapids Twitter. And I just want everyone to free themselves of this, this burden. And it sucks very much because like the Nuggets were able to build their team through smart drafting, smart deals through free agency and stuff like that. Same thing with the Avs. The, Avs are built, they would have the Rams did it in a completely different way. Yeah, but it was... They said, fuck them picks. Exactly. But it's all through the draft. <laughs> but it's, literally all through, it's literally through all the system that they have. Yes. Their system helped benefit the Cronkies because they put the right people to make the things work. Yes. But you can't do that in the MLS. And I've said this multiple times. You just have to spend money in soccer. Soccer is a full capitalist sport. Correct. Quoted by Mitch. <laughs> like, it Mitch, is pure, uncut... Mm-hmm. 
Capitalism, baby. You can't build a pennies and dimes team like you did with the abs and the nuggets nope. or you got a second round pick becoming your superstar when you have a seventh round a seventh overall pick and jamal murray and a tenth overall pick and mpj where you have multiple first round uh multiple first uh overall picks it for the abs and kill mccarr and nathan mckinnon and miko ran and top 10 players in the world and um prospects that you can come to your team for basically nothing just because you were bad for a couple years if you're bad for a couple years in mls you're bad for a long time until you decide not to. <laughs> My guy. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Logan. Delete it. Don't Get ever rid look of back. It. But like in the MLS, if you're bad for a couple of years, you're going to be bad until you decide to invest money. You, your draft picks aren't going to hit. Like, well, unless you're Moise Bombito and then you're the greatest draft like, pick of all time. Even if like one draft, one draft pick out of the Huge last 10 truth. years. <laughs> like if you hit on one draft pick out of the last five, seven years, it's still not good enough to be a winner. Correct. That's the thing. Even if Moist does become an elite player, he's just going to be gone in a couple years. Correct. Like, that's the thing. In order for you to win in MLS, you've got to invest money. You can't just do it in pennies and dimes the way you do it in the NBA, the NFL, Here's, the NHL. Like, it's correct. just not possible. Here's, and, and our guy Eric Weedham, D-Line Co., DNVR Nuggets, says it best. When it comes to ownership, specifically an ownership group like KSE, Right, not like Mark Cuban, who owns one team and it's his whole thing, and he's there all the time. When you own a shitload of teams like KSE does, they are line items. You have people in place below you who have people in place below them who check in on those teams. Right? Yep. And it's like, oh, that number needs to be better. Make it happen. Right? And there's no meddling. And and look, I the one thing I will give Kronky credit for over anything else they do is they are great at identifying leadership positions. No one's going to bat a thousand, right? Oh, no but one. you look at the tandems they have had in their teams that have been successful, right? Bedner, Sackick, uh, McVeigh, and uh, 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 I'm blanking. Less need in the Rams. Um, Arteta and whoever's the sporting director at Arsenal. Um, Conley and Malone Conley slash and Malone. Calvin Booth. Correct. Like. Yeah. Um, and look, when those are successful, it clearly works because every other Rapids property has, or Rapids, every other KSE property has won and won recently or been very close to winning. Arsenal. Arsenal bottled it hard. No, no shouts. You bottled. Shout out Arsenal. <laughs> and that's the thing. Exactly. <laughs> Logan, you're saying Philly. They should be looking at Philly. Philly does the same thing the Rapids do. They build the, they build the skeleton of the team through pennies and dimes. But when it's time to bring in the brain and the heart of the team, <coughs> you can't be looking at dimes and pennies. You need to spend a little bit of money. I'm not asking for $10 Correct. million dollars for Evander. You can go get oh, a that would be tight, though. It would be awful. I'm not going to lie. But you don't I'm not, need to. Not asking for it. <laughs> yeah, but even like, Gazdag was not that expensive. No, but that I was mean, just a scouting. But Some again, team was going to get Gazdag, and it happened to be Philly. Dude, but also Honey Mutar was only 2.5. You can Correct. find those Correct. guys Correct. for like Correct. 2 to... Two million and four million dollars that are good players that can be that will dominate this league as they have. Even Jerusi was, I think, like six million. It will they don't break the bank. It is a little bit of money, yeah. but you only have to do it for one or two players, right? And then you're good to go because you build a skeleton of the team already through good, smart GM moves. The Rapids have the skeleton, but they don't have the heart. They don't have the body to make the team run. When you look at the other properties under KSE, outside of Arsenal, they're all in. 
leagues that are no doubt clear cut top of the world in what they do, right? The Nuggets obviously are good at international scouting. Clearly, they found Jokic, right? But you can be very intentional with that. In soccer, especially when you're looking at the Rapids in the MLS, who's a top 10 to 7 league in the world, depending on the day, week or time, and who's there, right? You all of a sudden really have to get spread out. And, you know, the Rams don't have to worry about finding football players in Serbia. Yeah. Right? The Nuggets don't have to worry about finding basketball players in Russia, although they could. And if they did, he's probably awesome. But that like the biggest thing that I don't necessarily think, and it's it's starting to work with Arsenal. Clearly, they've built something. And that's what gives me hope for the Rapids long term under KSE. I don't know why, other than the fact that you just see the success builds out. That they're winners. And they've learned how to do it. And can they do the capitalism thing? Can they go all in on capitalism, a.k.a. world footy? Because that's all it is. That guy is worth that much money. You want to pay it? Nope. Someone else is going to, and they're going to be better for it, right? Yeah. And so that's where this needs to go. And we always are quoting, and I guess I'm just trying to make this a full circle thing. Is you like I'm not saying don't be uh, critical. I think there's plenty of criticism. Do this team is has won two games in yeah, 18. It's okay to be critical. Sure. If anybody was high on this team, it was the three of us at the beginning of the Correct. season. Like we're not backing down from that. Like we were super high on this. Yes, team. I was high. I think there's yeah. a good team here. It just hasn't played well at all. Yeah. It's been terrible. Um, but if you don't take this team, organization, ownership, front office, whatever, seriously at their word, right? I was, I've sat in meetings this season where I was told this is no doubt a playoff team. Yeah. This is a better team than last year. This is this. This is that. If you don't take them at their word for that, Really ask yourself, and, I, and I'm doing this again so you can be free of it. Why do you take the Rapids way so seriously? Dwayne, you, you were a season ticket holder at the time, unaffiliated with sports media and ways. You didn't work for us. I didn't work for the Rapids. Or the or Rapids. Or covering the Rapids. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> but you were a season ticket holder. I'm sure you read the Rapids way when it came out. Am I off base with this ranting, with this subject, with this topic? How are you reacting to my craziness? How are you? I, I was like prepped to talk about the Rapids way and like what parts like didn't work. What parts don't work and why? Yeah. But I'm just going to, I don't want to talk about all of that sure. because I, I prefer what you said Yeah. about it. And it's a, it's not just that it's a healthier approach. To thinking about the Rapids, <laughs> it's that it's more common sense, you know. Um, it, it's like you said, it, it's a marketing piece. It is a we're we're new to the position. We're coming in. We're going to make changes. Let's get people excited. Um, whether that was makes a bump in sales for tickets or, or whatever, whatever the whole point of it was, um, you know, it, it's. What was written in that op-ed is not what the Rapids are. Let's all just go ahead and, and accept that for what it is. And like you're saying, move on. Like, move away just from it. it. Like, go. just let, let that shit go. Like, just, you got to let it go. 
and and find like today relevant today 2023 things to either be happy or miserable about there are today problems with the rapids that some of the comments that have nailed just it. come up in the last Absolutely couple nailed minutes it. Like there was a comment earlier. Um, I don't know who said it, but we're two. Um, it was Vikings. Um, you know, Rapids are are like one or two, two to three million dollar players is. from yeah. being good. Like thank you, Alyssa. Yaya and I have talked about this many times. Uh, early morning chats, and that <laughs> the Rapids, the Rapids are not a bad team. Like they're they're full of a lot of like good position players like players. good parts role players <laughs> parts and pieces out of boy dustin <laughs> but there's nobody we're missing that one or two players like like yaya is saying to be that engine to be that heart to push them over the hump of being role players and being a team filled with role players to start making waves in the league correct and like that's what we're missing and like I don't care about the Rapids way. Like we can talk about that right sure. here today in June, 2023. Like that's sure. the issue. Right. Right. You know, right. I mean, there's other issues too, you know, as far as the experience <laughs> goes, but like, you know, that I'm just trying to say like what you're saying, Mitch, is that, you know, like, man, F it, like move away from it. Like just stop letting that ruin your Rapids experience or, and let that stop being the measure for your rapids experience correct your only argument like you have to come up with a more modern today present tense argument for why you think the rapids are not where you want them to be um that's that's now present tense not the rapids way And, and i think that's what makes so many of us so miserable about the whole situation is that we're we're not living present day. Like there are things like let's just forget about it and let's talk about right now and what's happening. Texas Vikings comment here a little bit up. They are a smart ownership group. They spend when it makes sense. The MLS structure does not incentivize investment or success on the field. That goes back to our point earlier where this is a line item, right? KSE yeah. is a massive business. It's a, yeah, it's a corporation. Right? When they look at their PL, there is a line that says Rapids. And it's in there with Rams, Arsenal, Mammoth, Mammoth, everything else. Nuggets. Please buy the Rockies. Um, esports. <laughs> esports, like all their other businesses, real estate, this thing, that thing, all magazines. of this. Magazines, like TV stations, radio stations, all that stuff. And when they put the people in and give them the budget, they're going to do great. Now, me and Jared Geisler, who was on post game with me last weekend while you guys were busy. We're discussing a term, trickle-down messy-nomics, <laughs> yep. which I thought was just Delicious. good job. Good job, yep. Jared, my guy. Um, look, that's probably going to be when you see the Rapids get a world-level name player, is when messy, when trickle-down messy-nomics trickles down all the way through the tables, and then the Rapids have no choice but to go sign a Premier League player or a Ligue 1 or a Syria or a Bundes. Right or a La Liga. That's that's how it goes. Especially Lee. when on those line items, they're down at the bottom. Yeah, dude. I mean, it, it, but it's gonna happen I, because Kroenke likes to win. I think eventually. I, I and again, quote me on this. Bookmark it. Whatever you want to do, t- clip it and this put right it now. Out. 
what I'm about to say. All right, listen, take it out. The MLS, <laughs> the MLS will be a top five league within the next 15 years. Whoa. And I truly believe that. And for that to be a top 15 league, a top five league, you need top players. Yeah. And I think the only way to get top players is by investing money. So the Rapids either can get kicked out and moved out to Las Vegas, to wherever, Detroit, how Lexi Lala said, or they can invest money and become a good team and actually stay in Colorado. Those are going to be the two options. Uh, look, do I think they're going to be a top five league? No, but money wise, right? We're talking about money, how they're never going to spend. They're never going to do this. San Diego just had to pay $500 million to join the league. That's not to build a roster. That's not to hire coaches in front office and stadium and concessions and all the stuff that it takes to buy all the merchandise to sell before you make money. Like, Right? Huge investment. The Rapids don't need to do that. Right? This funny money that's gone up the league from your Charlottes to your Cincy's to all that. The Rapids don't have to do that. Spending five to ten million on a player is, believe it or not, way less than a five hundred million dollar expansion fee. At some point, the funny money becomes so huge that those numbers aren't. Right. And right now, $5 million for the Rapids, they will not spend that. Right. Yeah. But all of a sudden, when two more teams are in the MLS, four more teams are in the MLS, okay, $5 million is not crazy when someone is about to pay $750 million to join the league. Yeah. And again, Sammy's out here like roasting. And I get it. It's a crazy thing to say that. I do understand why they're like, what the hell? I get it. The one reason that the MLS has that a lot of countries around the world don't have is stability. Correct. And that stability, Entices people. Entices people like Messi. It, it entices people that like maybe don't want to go to Saudi Arabia to sure, play. Sure, sure, it sure. entices people that, and it has nothing to do with talent levels or because I believe in MLS. And you, who knows? I might be smoking crack, and it's fine. No, no, but like, no, 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 no. But like part of it does become like money. How much money can you make? And the thing is, if America gets a, a sense of success, especially in the 2026 World Cup, they will push and push. Because America loves its money, yeah. And if they will, if the U.S. USMNT squad wins the twenty twenty six World Cup, or the U.S. just completely starts rocking with the with soccer because they became super incredible mm-hmm. and fun, they will push for those top players. Sure, owners they will, will for sure. Yeah, owners will see an opportunity. You and live they here? will push to be a top five. You want to play road games in San Diego, Miami, uh, New York, exactly. L.A. You even Colorado's a nice place because of Correct. skiing, and you're playing in the wintertime. And, and your like, kids have great a place to grow up. Exactly. Um, like, but look, know. you said it, and I don't want to jump because because I love the rants. You know I do. We're good. No, 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 we're good. Um, no, like, no, 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 no. You you said something about patience, right? <laughs> that is where I. Uh, this is where I understand why Smith was put in charge, and this is where I understand from knowing him. Okay, not. Well, but, you know, I've had enough conversations with him. Um, No relegation means you can build in ways that bottom teams and other leagues can't, right? Forrest, right, which was a former European champion down all the way lower down in the football pyramid in England, comes back to the Premier League. They buy 22 players because if you don't, you're back down and you're not making any more money, right? So I understand the Smith part and I understand building a culture there of long-term thinking um, because all the other properties in your uh, uh, 
uh, portfolio are, are generating so much income, right? And you can say, okay, Smith, I see your development. I see where you find little things here and there, whether it's jumping into South America a little bit early compared to the rest of the league or um, finding these distressed second and third string guys in those lesser European leagues and bringing them over, whatever that is, it makes more sense here, right? You don't need to have a sporting director from a Bundesliga or a La Liga here because you don't have to be desperate every offseason, right? And now desperate moves, fans like that, right? Because that means big money. That means a guy come in that can score goals. That means this, that means that. But I'm just saying, I like it makes a lot of sense why Kroenke, as an owner, and I think the best owner in sports, put a guy like Smith in charge. Does that make sense, Dwayne? I see you pondering over there. <laughs> it, 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 yes, it makes sense for money. Um, but, you know, I don't know. Later, Dustin, I, have a good one, my guy. I, I do kind of want to see a sporting director come over. Like, sure. Because I mean, I get because, that too. Don't get me wrong. Because I think Pork does an excellent job with the money, and that's what he's hired to do. I think he does a, a decent job with the players. You know, we've, we've had some hits and misses. Um, but I would love to see a situation where poor can focus on growing the business of the Rapids and have someone else take the, the players off his plate so that he can focus on that and do like truly what he is best at. The dude is an accountant. He's a financial he's, wizard. He's a financial wizard, like in the soccer realm, international money wizard. Correct. Highly regarded. Um, yeah. Highly regarded. So like, I, I just I come from a background where it's like you find people that are good at what they do and then you you let them be good at that thing. I mean that's you know? cronky to a T. Well, not for the rabbits. Because he's not letting him be a hundred percent good at that. He's also putting, you know, sporting director on his plate and, and trying to find all the, the players in addition just to making the money work. So that's where I don't think Kroenke is the best owner in sports because sure. he's really bad at it for the Rapids. I'm sorry. Like, I've got the numbers sure. to prove that. He's bad at it for the Rapids. Kroenke does a bad job for the Rapids. No other um, ownership in sports has a Super Bowl, uh, Larry O'Brien, and a Stanley Cup. We can so, say he's a bad Rapids owner, not a he's bad a good owner. owner yeah, just a not, he's, just, a, he's a not good sports owner. He's a owner. good, owner, he's a good sports owner, but he's he's not a good Rapids owner. So I'm speaking just for this pod and just for the Rapids. Not not sure. Not a yeah. great thing. Not sure. a great pedigree. Um, you know, I agree. Resume with that. No, it's been so. Tough. I mean, that's the thing. If you if you have all the money that Kroenke has, like, and you truly like, so if we're going to make the argument of Kroenke is so good at being a sports owner because he hires people who are good at what they do, then Truly do that with the Rapids. Let Porg keep cooking with and being the financial wizard that he is, but also spend that money, get a sporting director who goes in and finds the players for Porg to find the money to go get, right? And like truly make that front office like a well-oiled machine like you would want to see on the pitch where everybody's playing their position and doing it at the best level they can. And I think right now the Rapids are stretched a little thin and they're not able to do the thing that they are truly great at at 100%. 
Um, and when you can't do that at a hundred percent, um, then, then that's what your results are going to be. Not a hundred percent. So, um, you know, that's, that's where I think, um, I, I think that's the one missing piece. And I think that happens, um, you know, and we really start to see massive changes with the roster and we, st and maybe we do see those two to three, you know, <laughs> two to $3 million players that come in and do push us over the hump and take all these role players that Yaya talks about, you know, and, and makes this like the heart and the machine that really pushes us to being that perennial, you know, playoff team that we all want. And I, a certain op-ed said that we wanted. The, I want to say one thing, man. Like I said this before and you're completely right. You are right. Like that was very yeah, well, like, that I was want to like say that perfectly. That's what I was like, thinking. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you're thinking about something. <laughs> I know a Dwayne thinking face when I see one across the set, my guy. One of, one of the things that I'll be yeah, bring us home like, here, yeah, yeah, bring us home. This this team is broken, completely broken. I think and, the Max thing did it. And no, and not, like just in general, it's broken. The worst thing that could have happened to the Rapids is twenty twenty one, where they were the number one team in the West with moneyball tactics and people believed in them. Not because of the, how fun it was to watch them, but it was the worst thing that could happen to the front office and the team because expectations were put unreasonably high from no because they had one good year now this season that's been complete utter bs might be the best thing that could happen to the rapids because that same broken mentality that they have <laughs> it's gonna completely break them and the only way to build something rebuild something is if it's broken yeah and th at this point they're at a point where they're broken enough where i think they can look at themselves the ownership can look at them and say we need to make changes if we want to win and if we want to win, there something needs to something needs to be different. Yep. And I think it's at that point. And that's the one thing that gives me hope for the future that they can see yeah. nothing good is going on. And now they need to change everything up. Sure. And this window opens up, right? And we'll I think it's gonna go one of two ways. I think it's either gonna go classic Cronky Sports when it comes to the Rapids. They're gonna get a guy who will sell jerseys, whether that's a Giassi or a Kellen or a Tim Howard, it's gonna be something like that. Or they let Porg cook and you're going to see anybody worth anything go. That doesn't have a long-term financial commitment. Go bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's like the Rubios, Keegans, et cetera. You're pretty much stuck with Maxu, Ronan, Cabral financially. Right? Keep the young guys. Sell the vets. Go into the offseason. Because the problem, and I, and, 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 not to keep this going longer than we should, because I said we should wrap. Um, <laughs> yeah. The problem with the Rapids is they have a lot of guys who are good enough to not replace. Do you know what I'm saying? That level of player where it's like, they have if you go players. into an offseason, you okay, okay, well, actually, you know, between Wallace and Wilson, okay, I guess we don't really have to upgrade at center back. Or, yeah. you know, we have Rubio at striker. Okay, cool. We don't really have to upgrade there. Oh, we have Price as our, as our you know, as our six. Everything runs through him. We don't have to upgrade there. But when you get rid of those guys... Now you can upgrade because they're gone, right? They're not, that's no longer good enough to not replace. It's where can we spend the most effective money to get that in? And yes, yes, Texas Viking. I do think it's Josie Altador. I didn't want to say it out loud, but I do think that it, that's one of two outcomes. I don't like that. I know you don't. We'll talk about that on another show. Guys, plug us out of here. Uh, DNV underscore Rapids on Twitter. Follow us there. Give us a five star review wherever you hear us. Would it be Apple Apple Podcast, Stitcher, 
uh, Spotify and all that fun stuff. Yes. Give the video a like. We'd really appreciate it. If you're Please. listening to only as a podcast, which we are audio only, Please go to the YouTube video and give us a like. Then give us a five-star review. That'd be <laughs> awesome. Um, please like all our stuff. We really enjoy it very much. Dwayne? Um, hey, if your dad is still around, um, mine is not, but I think about him all the time. Sunday's Father's Day. Call your dad. Go hang out with your dad. Um, if, you, if you're still looking for something, hit up uh, dnvrlocker.com. Awesome stuff uh, for dads. As a as a certified dad, you are. I can I can approve. We have proof. All of those things are good for dads. Uh, so take care of your dad. Um, hop in dmvrlocker.com. Um, get something cool for your dad. Correct. I mean, I if won't ship it in dad, time. I won't ship Father's it in time. Day. I won't ship it in time. Yeah, that's okay. But send him a picture. Yeah, exactly. And a hug. Yeah. Take him out for dinner. Go to Eagle Pete's. Or a steak. Or a steak. I'd rather have a legal pizza than a steak. I'll be honest. I'm a weird dad. I agree that you're weird. Um, dog dads count. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> Kevin's dogs, you better go get him something. Yeah, listen up. Um, guys, thanks for listening as always. Thanks for tuning in. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Like the video. Retweet the links on Twitter. Talk to us on Twitter. Get your merch. Become a diehard. And more important than all of that. Up the pits.